Hi everybody, Johnny Mace here. Welcome to the podcast. Going to be another hot day here in Lodi on this Lord's Day. And so I just want you to just, uh, if you're in my area, try to stay tucked in out of that heat. It can be very dangerous. Amen. Uh, Today I want to talk to you about a subject that's come to my mind. And it's the subject of making an offense. Uh, someone said we live in a culture of offense. It seems that uh, it's so easy to offend people, but even without trying hardly. Amen. The fact that you don't agree with them or they don't agree with you becomes an offense. And uh, it can set off a, a, a fire. Uh, as we witness around the nation these out-of-control riots uh, start with somebody angry, somebody upset, somebody mad. And, of course, it's instigated uh, by those who want these kind of things to take place. But you know what? We have to be careful here, especially as Christians, amen, how we deal with these kinds of things because Jesus warns us about becoming a stumbling block. In other words, causing someone to fall into temptation and to eventually sin. And he says, I want you to be careful uh, in Luke chapter 17 that you don't become a stumbling block. Amen. And we have to be careful about that. Uh, over in Second Corinthians chapter 2 in this passage, we find the Apostle Paul, he's talking about Satan's schemes because Satan knows that a house divided cannot stand so one of his primary objectives of the old devil is to pit God's people uh, against themselves to divide them and our enemy knows that allowing anger and resentment over some fester will it will divide us that's why it's important to deal with these things quickly uh, in the book of Hebrews the Hebrew writer warned his readers about a root of bitterness to grow into one's heart. Because, listen, wherever there's bitterness, trouble and defilement are just around the corner, friends. Take my word for it. Because bitterness, when it takes root, it can, it can just destroy your, your, well, it'll destroy your health, uh, your relationships, uh, your emotional and spiritual life, and, and by the way, your, your, your prayer life. So Jesus tells his followers a parable about an unforgiving debtor. Remember that story in the book of Hebrews? Yeah. And uh, how this, how that, you know, this unforgiveness will cut you off from experiencing God's grace and healing. So what is the right response to an offense? How can we guard our hearts and minds from the dangers of offense? Uh, the great preacher R.C. Sproul wrote, We are all called to bear our injuries with joy, patience, love, and gentleness. And he goes on to explain that. He said this kind of response is required of all of us because the Christian life is about you and I imitating Christ. We, as the body of Christ, as believers, we are being molded into Christ's image. And so... We're to strive to live as he lived. You know, our Lord 
more than often, was slandered and falsely accused of all kinds of offenses. The Bible said he opened not his mouth in protest, and like a lamb he accepted these attacks. In the very moment of his passion, he prayed for the forgiveness of those who were attacking him. Remember that? And this is how we're called to react to these who uh, are our enemies, so to speak, and those who uh, try to accuse of his offense. Uh, listen, there's all kinds of false accusations. There's all kinds of slanders. In fact, every ill word spoken about, uh, about you is an opportunity for you to trust in the Lord and to grow in Christ. So self-control in the book of Galatians chapter 5 is one of the fruits of the Spirit. And when we are keeping in step with the Spirit, we are able to exercise self-control over our emotions. Being offended is really nothing more than an emotional response. And do you understand that? It's a response over which, by the way, you do have control over your emotions. And when you give your heart to the Lord and trust in the Lord and allow the Holy Spirit, He can manage you through these things. And how do you do this? By fixing your heart on the love of God that became wrapped in human flesh. And you do this by living your life and every response in that context. So as Christians, you and I understand that our belief, that our lifestyle, it will, in fact, make us unpopular. It will be, in times, at times, offensive to others. And very often we can end up flowing against the current or how our culture defines right and wrong and, what's, and what is offensive. So how are we supposed to live in a culture like ours? Well, as Christians, we have really, I think, four possible responses. We could com compromise our beliefs and conform to the culture, or we could just pull ourselves away and take on the ostrich approach, bury our heads in the sand, amen, or we could go on the defense and wage war, some have, amen, or we could get engaged in the culture with God's truth and God's compassion. And I think the latter is the proper approach. Because when we engage the world around us with a desire for God's glory and the redemption of Christ to be manifest to those around us, and when we stand firmly on the truth of God as it's empowered to us by the Holy Spirit, and we do our very best to extend the love of Christ to the world, you see, our desire isn't to coerce or overpower or conquer, but it's redeem, to redeem. That's, that's our, our goal. And so today I just want to just say, let the Holy Spirit work in your life in a manner that manifests the goodness and mercies of God. Let the Holy Spirit acquaint you with these gifts of discernment, uh, the wisdom of God, and also the patience of God. Because these kinds of things, listen to me, will create for you uh, healthier relationships. Amen? 
It will improve even your own mental health. It will take away from you the anxieties and stress and hostility. And maybe maybe perhaps even help lower your blood pressure. <laughs> Amen. It certainly will have you help you to have fewer symptoms of depression and improve you in, in all manners of ways. So I want you to th- take note today that don't allow offenses to become a stumbling block and don't be one who creates those kind of stumbling blocks. Uh, walk in the Spirit, abide in Him, and the Scripture says you'll not fulfill the, the flesh. Amen? You'll not fulfill the desires of the flesh. One of my favorite passages, it says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you might prove what is that good, perfect, and acceptable will of God. And I really think that's our goal today, is to overcome these offenses in our that people make to us. In other words, quite frankly, friend, quit wearing your feelings on your sleeves. You, you're more you're more than that. There, there's something more substantial about you than just some frivolous emotional package here. Learn to walk in the Spirit, live in the Spirit, abide in the Spirit, and see what God will do for you. That's my That's my hope anyway. Until next time, have a great Lord's Day, and I'll see you Uh, the next time around, okay?